back in listeners to another wonderful whisper in the wings from stage whisper we have two wonderful guests joining us today we have the author yvonne david and the playwright ellen w kaplan who are here to talk to us about their show out of the apple orchard it's playing September 10th through the 14th at the Actors Temple Theater, and you can get your tickets and more information by visiting telecharge.com. With that, let's go ahead and welcome on our guest, Yvonne, Ellen, welcome to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. Thank, Thank you for having me. I am so excited to have the two of you here. I'm so excited to be talking about this show and, of course, about this book out of the apple orchard let's go ahead and dive right into it let's start with you Yvonne by having you tell us about this book that you've written out of the apple orchard can you tell our listeners a bit about what it is about so I want to give you a bit bit of background before I start is that this book was not what I was intending to write I was writing women's fiction and then my my son was going for his bar mitzvah classes and the he told the teacher I was a writer and she asked him if if I could write a book about the Jewish high holidays. And so that is all about a new year and then the Day of Atonement is about forgiveness and making amends and starting anew. And I said I was not that person. That was not me. But then one night at 1 a.m., an image of a little boy came to me he was sitting on a stone wall outside an apple orchard. He had two apples in each hand, a big cap, oversized, two sizes too big that fell down to his eyebrows with knickerbockers and boots. And so I said, well, I suppose I am writing this book. So then I started writing it. And it's been an amazing journey. And then my son asked me to write a book series. So we're working on that too. The second book is coming out. But the main thing is that we are so excited about this this production at the Actors Temple Theater. And it's about a little boy with um, the, the family. It's sort of like Fiddler on the Roof 2.0. And the family comes to New York City. They actually uh, go to the Lower East Side, to Orchard Street, to the tenements, which are overcrowded. And Papa gets sick and cannot work. He's a tailor. So the doctor says they have to go move up to the Catskills for fresh mountain air and good food and that's where they begin the cat skills and then in my research i wanted to add a sense of place and uh, because i feel that all you know i have a degree in english and communications from Rollins college and studied languages in england but i feel that good literature has a, a sense of place and in essence this cat the cat skills is another character in the book and it's a, a more important time for Jewish American history and the four generations, but it's also an immigrant story for all Americans, you know, New York and many, many ethnic people from all ethnicities and backgrounds came to New York for a new life. So I think it speaks to the universality of the book and the lessons about starting anew. And if you make a mistake, it does not define you and you make up for your amends and ask for forgiveness if you've made mistakes and you don't hold that anger in your heart because that's the worst thing you can do and then you try three times to be forgiven and if that doesn't work you've done your duty 
and if you for forgiveness you know and then you let go of that forgiveness in your heart there's a lot of anger in the country right now and this is a, a wonderful time to showcase this story which Ellen so beautifully adapted to my book so the little boy they move up to the cat skills and the little boy's hungry food is scarce so he sees these wonderful apples on his way to school white sh red shiny delicious apples and he starts taking the apples and what is so amazing is that my father wintered with us from London and he read the manuscript and had a dream. Normally he doesn't remember the dreams and the, the pages started turning and he said, every time the little boy took an apple, the wind blew, blew harder than the thunder and the lightning. <laughs> and so I said, I'm putting that in. You know, I'm just being open to these opportunities that come by. And it really has been a, a wonderful journey. Sometimes I could get a little stressed, but then I have to remember the journey, not, you know, the you know the destination as well. It's been 18 years since this book was published. And as Ellen knows, in the Jewish religion, 18 means high, which is life. And so literally we're bringing the show to life. Oh, that's wonderful. I love that. Thank you. Well, Ellen, you are the playwright of the show, and I want to bring you on. And I want to know, how did you come upon this work out of the apple orchard? It came to me through our mutual connection. Nicole Raphael, who's directing, was my student, I don't know, 25 years ago or more at Smith College. And I have had a long, long theatrical and Jewish relationship with Nicole. Nicole, for, we performed a show called The Sea Between Us, which was the first time I'd ever even heard a Hebrew prayer. I had to learn it phonetically. Now I know. But beautiful. But she also, just briefly, she was, I wrote a one-woman show about Charlotte Solomon, the painter who was destroyed in Auschwitz. But Nicole played all the parts, an amazing work. It was extraordinary. And we toured it. And so I've done a lot of work with Nicole. And she and I share a real deep connection to our Jewish heritage and our Jewish history and religion. So part of my work, part of it in theater has been cultivating, exploring stories of Jewish American women in particular, but of Jew Jewish everybody's. And I was, I'm not remembering exactly when, but maybe 10 years ago when Nicole said, please read this book. This would be beautiful on stage. The book is exquisite. I love it. And so we collaborated and I thought about it. And then I created with working with Yvonne and with Nicole, created the script as an adaptation. And I'll say also that I love what celebrates Jewish heritage and the positive values that we bring. There's so much negativity and everything now, but this is a deeply positive, optimistic exploration and celebration of Jewish history, Jewish life. Also, I spent every summer of my young years in the Catskills. My mother had to go to every single hotel. So we'd go for a week and then go to the next one and a week and then the next one. So I know the Catskills really well. And I also, I performed at the Lower East Side Tenement Museum. I know the Lower East Side really well. So altogether, it was, and of course, that's where my relatives were until they moved out into the boroughs. But this was a beautiful project. I've enjoyed it ever so much. And you'll ask Yvonne about previous productions, but there have been in Orlando, there was a production. And also there was a beautiful staged reading in New York 
not that long, I don't remember when, but Nicole did that too. But it's essentially, it's a joy to explore this wonderful, simple family story and celebration of coming to this country and the the extraordinary opportunity that was for the people who were suffered, like my grandparents and all of ours, suffered through really horrific pogroms and got here and said, yes, we're here. We can do something now. It's great. So that's the story. And for me, it was as I'm an immigrant to this country. I met my American husband in London, got married there, and then we moved to America. And so I feel that this is a gift for me that I can see this period through fresh eyes as an observer rather than a participant. As an author, that is an important uh, perspective. And, you know, Nicole did a beautiful job with the stage readings. I did one in Orlando at the Orlando Shakespeare Center, and then I produced the play at the Orlando Repertory Theater. And this was outside my comfort zone, but I just felt this need. This is a story that had to be told. And when it comes alive, and this upcoming production is exquisite. It's it's being held at the Actors Temple Theater, which is a historic theater in itself. I mean, it's a it's an actual temple where a lot of famous people who actually performed in the Catskills went there for services. You know, Henny Youngman, Eddie Cantor, Sophie Tucker, you know, people like that. You know, I, I'm a professor retired of theater, but also of Jewish studies. And I just finished a long series of uh, basically to put on a website of lectures. But Jewish comedy and Jewish influence on musicals, this is enormous. And of course, the history of the Catskills. I know I was like 10 and sitting there falling asleep, but there was Milton Berle. So I'm, and also the Lower East Side is that's where most of our, that's where my grandparents were and my aunts and those people it really was that we, we could hold on to a place and then begin the slow journey forward. And, and that was really, really important. So this between us, Yvonne, actually, and Nicole and I, this really is a way to celebrate something really beautiful. And it also has the universality, you know, with the, mm -hmm. with the aspects of if you make a mistake, it doesn't define you. Mm -hmm. And you ask for forgiveness three times. And if that doesn't work, you're done. That's your duty. And this is something I had to learn. I did not know, you know, actually it was my travel agent who recommended that I put the book in the Catskills. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to put my husband, the fifth generation Chicago in, and I wanted to put it there, but it didn't work. No. <laughs> it's, it's, the Catskills, you know, it's just a very special place. And it's something that we should celebrate being in America because it is a gift, you know, to be here. And we're losing sight of that, really. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this this show and this story has gone on such a, a huge journey. And I'm wondering, as we approach, you know, the opening date here at the Actors Temple Theater in New York, what has it been like developing this particular iteration of Out of the Apple Orchard? And Ellen, if I can start with you on that. Yeah, I will say that, working from a source text like Yvonne's beautiful book is fantastic. Putting it to stage means a lot of different things. The adaptation means a focus on character, on action, on the beautiful, there's a red bird in it, which we have turned into musician and a beautiful red bird puppet. And there is 
an emphasis more on the wisdom texts, the wisdom, the ethos that's there. But what there is an emphasis on is what happens to the young boy and how he gets through this and how he comes to be a better self, really. But it's much more about action and image than a text, a beautiful text, but a text is flat on the page. And this is, well, what does that mean? How do we bring this to three dimensions in time and space? And it's been exciting. And Nicole and I work very well together and we've worked pretty intensely on making the script its best possible iteration, I think. So that's what. That's I, I, yeah, I mean, the theatricality, Ellen added a wonderful, you know, the red bird was an image in the book that we developed and we were very lucky to when Kenny Howard, who is Tony Award winner, the producer, directed the play in Orlando, and he brought on board Vandy Wood, who is a puppeteer, and she teaches at puppetry at the University of Central Florida. She's mm -hmm. also worked with Ibex Puppetry with Heather Hansen, Jim Hansen's daughter. And the, the red puppet is magnificent. It represents the imagination of Adam. The interaction with the violinist is exquisite. And these are the, Nicole came up with the violin and Ellen, you know, enhanced the red bird and it's beautiful for the theater, really is. And so Bandy designed this puppet, which is gorgeous. And it's a, really a, a treat to see that with, with the- I, I did, I, Yeah, I oh. wanted to jump in because also all of that, also, I should say that the I've watched videos of the rehearsals. I'll go and see it next week. But the the actors are really fabulous. And one of them is also someone I taught at Smith College. And she's a brilliant actress. And bringing these characters and their interactions and the bickering and then they, the, the sort of comic couple of the father and the farmer and, and his wife. But and the gentleness and the love and seeing this come to life through the actors is such a joy. I do, I write plays and that's one of the great things, the surprise of it, the, the three-dimensionality of what they bring. So I especially wanna call out what, how this is a collaboration as it truly is between a gorgeous text and visual artists and Nicole's excellent direction and the actors who I adore, <laughs> they're great. Yeah, it really is a special production and it's done at the Actors' Temple with links to the Catskills where people worked uh, went for services. It's it's really a very special place. And I'm just finished book two. It's going to be coming out as a special advance next week, this week, next oh. week. Yeah, as an advance for the theater during the production, the run. But in my background, you can see my illustrator for book two. He he did the illustrations for Out of the Apple Orchard, the, the poster. And he's doing the backdrop, the sets. For that and, and what we're doing he's designed two apple trees which are going to be used as wings and then the he's doing we're doing q lab are you familiar with q, q lab yeah, q labs is yeah. how you do yeah. lights yes yeah mm -hmm. and the projections mm -hmm. and they're the painted he's an exquisite artist and he's doing these projections which are magnificent for to as the backdrops of the sets I should also jump in, if I may, to say that the basic action of the book and of the play is 
the little boy, Adam, who dealing with his father's illness and he wants so much to be a man and to do what he's supposed to and to try to help his family. So he steals those apples that Yvonne was talking about. And then this it's the whole play is his journey through his guilty conscience and how he shouldn't, but he has to, and he has, and the the fun of that and watching him grapple with it's real. How much responsibility do I have here? I'll go run and get the doctor. I got but watching him go through that journey is really a pure delight. And he does. He comes and meets his responsibilities and brings the community together. And those are really, really uplifting, fun and delightful things. They really are. And one of the, the nice things that with the with the, the little boy, he asked the, the farmer who had an injury when he was trying to get the apples high up on the apple tree. He said, the farmer said, well, if I, I hadn't forgiven you, it would have made me sick like eating a bad apple. And that's a very important message for everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's beautifully transcended like that. I love that. And that is actually a perfect lead into my next question, which is what is the message or the thought that you're hoping that the audiences will take away from this show? And Yvonne, I'd love to start with you first, given that you wrote the source material, you wrote this book. Yeah, I think, um, especially with the, the Day of Atonement in Jewish religion, is not holding anger in your heart and forgiveness. It's not only for if you've done something wrong, you ask the person to forgive you, but equally important is you have to forgive yourself because that anger can fester and make you sick. As, as the farmer says, like eating a bad apple. And I think that's a very important um, thing to do, you know, not hold that anger in your heart. And it, it is a, a, a beautiful story about family uh, coming together for family and friends and, you know, treasuring the the high holidays being in America, which the freedoms have, you have freedoms here. And uh, I, I also feel that my coming here has given me a, a new appreciation. I didn't think I ever would have done this if I was still in London, you know. So it's really a, a fascinating story and journey in itself. And now my son asked me when the Hebrew teacher asked my son to, if I could write a book. I didn't think I could. But then that image came to me at 1 a.m. in the morning of a little boy taking the apples out of the tree. But then my son asked me to write a four book series, which is what I'm doing now. <laughs> And I'm so Ellen's going to be adapting all four books. We're just yeah. working mm -hmm. on the second and Night Sky Line very, Silver. Yes. I can't wait. And yeah. done. It's uh -huh. a gorgeous book. You know, it'll be on sale at the theater, at the Actors Temple Theater. A special pre release. <laughs> it's wonderful. And then I'm working on book three. So, you know, it's it really is a wonderful journey. And I don't think if I'd stayed in England, I wouldn't have had that. So I can see the wonderful opportunities as a British immigrant, you know, and American citizen, uh, the, the wonderful opportunities here. And it just, we need to get back to appreciating what we have and not squandering this gift. Yeah. Ellen, what about you as the playwright of the show? What do you, what's the message or thought you're hoping? Well, okay, two things. One is that I just want to pick up on something that Yvonne just said, which is, about the appreciation of being here. There is a lot wrong with here, but there is so much to celebrate. And years ago, I did a piece, Homeland Homeless, where I interviewed over two dozen refugees who were now living permanently in the US. 
And every one of them all over the world expressed their gratitude, their joy, and the change in circumstance. So as, as uh, critical and rightfully in my eyes, as we are of this country we live in, I think that we lose sight of something very joyous, which is this has offered something very big for people. The other oh, thing yes. I want to say is I don't do messages, but I'm not interested in that. You know, but you know, you want to say the message, talk to the Western Union. But it's in the text. <laughs> but for me, the the if there's a, a takeaway, it's well, two levels. One is that the joy of children, family, continuity, heritage, community, that's the message. And the second part of that is I find that one of the many rather discouraging things we live with is a real loss, an erosion of faith and an extreme amount of cynicism. My husband is an observant Jew. I'm not. I'm a cultural Jew. And even that I wasn't for the first half of my life because I didn't know. I grew up in New York. And as far as I knew, everyone was Jewish. But it's true. But I have come over decades now to say this is a civilization. This is a heritage, a history of wisdom, of a, a culture, creativity that I think that we ignore or diminish at our peril. And not because, and it's what Yvonne said, this is universal because whatever spoke on the wheel you're coming from, we're rooted, you know, roots and wings. Well, my roots are Jewish and my wings are my imagination, and we're all connected through that on both levels. I don't know if that made any sense, but that's what I'm going to say. No, that's beautiful because I agree. It's really you know, appreciating the life we have here in America. And I can see, you know, as an immigrant from England, the the wonderful opportunities America affords people, as yeah. I said before, yeah. <laughs> yes, no, I, I think those are two brilliant points, two brilliant ideas there. My final question for this first part of the interview is, who do you hope have access to Out of the Apple Orchard? And Ellen, I would love to start with you first on this. Well, let me say that, you know, we think of this and it is, it's a family play. It's a children's play. When I direct and I've directed a lot of shows, I, my kids who are now grown up, but I used to bring them. If what I was doing, I bring them to every rehearsal or many rehearsals. If what I was doing didn't entertain them, it wasn't worth it. It was too dark, too dire, too boring. So I think that good theater entertains on every level so that I think this is for children and I think it's for middle-aged children and it's for grown-up children. I think that that I would love people from every walk of life, come, enjoy, celebrate the holidays coming, it's New Year's. And that's why I hope it, it, we open our doors to everybody. Oh, it's so lovely. I love that. Yeah, it really is. And it makes a difference for people, really, to really be present yes. and enjoy what we have. And I think it's very special, especially for the, the holidays, to share the holidays with family and friends and appreciate where we are, our families, most importantly, and friends. I, I want to say one other thing. I've performed in children's theater and many things, but I also saw what probably the last on Second Avenue, a Yiddish theater, actually a, a piece of Yiddish theater. And I was astonished because people were standing on the seats and hissing the villain and yelling all kinds of things in Yiddish I didn't understand. And it was fabulous. It was like, so I want, I don't want them standing on the seats, but I do hope that there's a real engagement because we all want to do that. Oh, good. Oh, no. That kind of stuff. I think that's what this 
play and the script in, and this book in, invite. I want to switch gears now and give our listeners a chance to get to know the two of you a little bit better. I mean, we've already been kind of dabbling in this end of the conversation a bit, but I want to start by asking the two of you, you know, what or who inspire you? In regards to theater, what playwrights or composers or shows have inspired you in the past or are even some of your favorites? And Yvonne, if I could start with you on that question. Okay, well, I was inspired by Fiddler on the Roof and Shalom Aleichem's original writing of Tevier and the Dairyman. I was also inspired by Charles Dickens and I went with my father on his last trip before he passed away in England. We went to his summer home in Broadstairs and I sneaked in to put, I was roped over his office, his desk, put my hands on his desk and prayed for inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just been a you know it's a wonderful we have to enjoy the journey not just the destination and I always have to remind myself enjoy the journey because you lose part of the joy if you don't do that and I've learned from experience you know and maybe this was a gift in itself to me that I'm passing on to others for, you know you make a difference you. through creative expression and not holding anger in your heart if you've been wronged or it, it's it's really a cleansing of the spirit you know and if your family you know if you've got people that you're not speaking to or whatever try and make amends because my sister passed away last year and she did the illustrations for the book and it was a family journey because my mother it was like my mother did the tapestry. It came out at a tapestry and my father had the dream. And it really reinstates and reinforces the value of family and friends. So just treasure them while they're here, you know? Yes. I want to add, when you talk about the journey, which I love that I think of it in terms of making theater process. I love the process and I love collaboration. And that is my version of what you're saying very much right. that creates the community. And it's a very yeah. beautiful feeling. I can jump in and I didn't mean to interrupt though, because- No, no, uh, no, carry on. So I will say about inspiration because your, your story of Dickens reminded me. So I was at the Moscow Art Theater doing some work and um, I sat, they said, this is the chair Stanislavski sat in and I swear I felt his ghost hug me. <laughs> I, so he was my inspiration, certainly. But, oh my gosh, Stan, it was great. But- and I treasure that, but also it's the richness of, you know, I'm I'm kind of gonna switch a tiny bit and say, I've always I adore Shakespeare, I've done a lot of Shakespearean work, but when as my husband became more and more religious, I began to understand why he studies texts at least in part, that it was very similar to how I would approach Shakespeare and that you delve into what feels like, I mean, there's it's different, of course, but you delve into words, text, deeper, what's there, what's there on every level. And mm -hmm. so the whole process, which begins always, well, not always with a text or with movement, but that 
that inspires me. Besides that, I'm going to jump in and say there are a million playwrights I adore. I mentioned Stoppard with Leopoldstadt. Arcadia was one of those brilliant put together plays ever made. But I think that it's just the riches of, oh, I know I did want to say, but the most person I'm most I'm inspired by was Sondheim, who when I was teaching about him, I'd cry every time I'd come to him. So when he passed away, students wrote to me their condolences. I said, thank you, I appreciate <laughs> that, but I didn't know him. But no, genius inspires us all. And that is not only, although certainly in the richness of literature, and I, Tolstoy is my guy, Anna Karenina I could die for, but, you know, so, so all of that, but the richness of literature, but of music, the way music puts together, it has much to teach just about theater, of course, and painting, and I, I don't mean to wax rhapsodic, but I think it's the riches of our world, which are cultural and come from nature and come from genius. And I don't mean just those high up geniuses. There's like sprinklings of genius all along, all around us. So that's just my answer. <laughs> yeah, and I, I really like, like I'm trying to think of a recent play that I saw that I, I liked. Recently in London, I saw the play uh, Starry, The Starry Messenger with oh sure yeah with it, 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 yeah, yeah 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 Matthew Broderick and Elizabeth McGovern mm -hmm. and I, I enjoyed that and I also enjoyed The Ferryman which I saw oh I love that night, yeah yes because that was multi-generational and they had all you know even though it was about the troubles in Ireland it also was about family Oh, it's gorgeous play, yeah. gorgeous production. He, Jez Butterworth, who also yes, wrote yes, Jerusalem, yes. which I saw my Mark Ryland, my Mark right. Ryland, I know, in London. I and I was like at the nosebleed seats, but I felt like I was right next to him. I just, right. I mean, the, uh, I'm so glad you mentioned the pyramid. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. The, the, you know, I love Roald Dahl because even though he, I can't, he's wonderful, you know, and he takes, you know, I think there's a lot of things. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda was a play I saw in New York, and it was lovely. You know, I think it, the subtext is very important. As a as an author, I love to dissect literature and plays to get that richness. You know, there's a children's book that, now that I'm thinking of it, really in many ways parallels and reminds me about of the apple orchard. It's very recent. It's called Butterfly Child, but it has gorgeous artwork. It's very simple, but it's basically about a, a boy who wants to be put on wings and be a butterfly and he meets some bullies and then they go like, oh, and he goes home. But his dad says, no, we're going to start again. And he puts on more wings. And then by the end, he says, I'll fly. And, and it's so gorgeous. But that's the same basic thing that Adam tries and fails right. and tries right. again and flies i'm like yes <laughs> yeah because mistakes do not define you you know it's part of oh, being right. human that's right and you know we we learn from our mistakes mm -hmm. and i think i mean i failed english literature in, <laughs> in England, right. you know? and yeah. i thought i was a failure and then I came to America and I did, I studied languages and did interpreting and translating in French and English among my studies in England from a diploma. But I felt a failure because yeah. I failed English A-level. Then I come here and I wanted to go back and bring up my French. But then in the end, I became entranced. I rediscovered literature. 
And it was an amazing journey, I, you know, that I just took. I double majored in English and organizational communication. And then I, I was working on another book, you know, women's fiction. But then this came over and then I decided to put that aside and focus on getting the series out. So that was a mistake that I thought, but it's an opportunity to better yourself and understand yourself too. And there's no, no harm in saying you're sorry and starting again and rectifying those wrongs and estrangements and everything. Well, we've now arrived at my favorite question to uh, ask guests. And I'm so excited to hear yours. And it's, what is your favorite theater memory? I will jump in because I saw that, uh, those questions and I, there's so many, but probably, or the one that came up today is, I was playing B. Carbone in the view from the bridge and you do your preparation backstage. And then I go in and I'm ringing the dish towel and I got a laugh. And it was wonderful. I had no, I mean, you're lost in, you're really lost in what you're doing. And it's like, they related right away to me. And so the surprises actually many times that happen when you're on stage and it's like, wow, that's great. And I love being surprised on stage. And that is my favorite. That's the only one I got. (laughs) I'm sure I got others, but. Well, for me, I think Charles Dickens's The Christmas Carol is one of my favorites because that is done every year. And we hope that the, out of the apple orchard can be produced on an annual basis. It's a lot of the similar themes, you know, about second chances and forgiveness. And it's important. And family and friends being there for you during hard times. And, you know, we don't are not defined by our mistakes and we have more opportunities and and getting rid of that anger in our heart is important so i would say adam really meets the challenge that's given him he feels he can't he doesn't have and he does he grows into that and that coming of age for adam is beautiful i mean he's 11 but he's or 10 i forget but he is quite beautiful to see so that's also a universal thing yeah. That challenge and yes, and we, as long as we, you know, there's no defining that you have to be a success by 35. You know, we're here, it's a gift, mm-hmm. and as long as we are alive, we work and, and make a difference, that's and that's what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a little late in the game, but I'm still doing it. No such thing, no <laughs> such thing, <laughs> it's the right timing, right? Okay, yeah. I love those, though. Two fabulous memories. Thank you both for sharing those. Well, you've kind of mentioned this a little bit, uh, Yvonne, but I want to ask anyway, are there any other projects or productions either of you have coming on the pipeline? Yvonne, you did mention that the second of the four books in the series is going to be available for advance at the at the performances of Out of the Apple Orchard. Yes. Are there any other projects or productions you guys have? Well, we're working on the, the play adaptation of The Night Sky Lined with Silver. Mm-hmm. That's book two in the Apple Tree series. So that's hopefully coming. Maybe we'll have to see with Nicole, <laughs> check her schedule. You're right. <laughs> and I, I have got to say, I just retired and I have more work than I've ever had, which is a lot of work. But I'm going to Pakistan to do plays. Yeah. And early next year and January, February, March. And I'm writing my own play. 
in addition, I write. I mean, that's what I do. And I have a book that's supposed to be coming out. So I do my endless projects, you know, on a list. <laughs> it's, like, it's a lot. But, but I am so thrilled to continue to work with Yvonne on these beautiful. Mm -hmm. I wrote that. One of me, Ellen. <laughs> ah, so Night's Chat Sky, Lined with Silver, which I adore. And I did do the revision of the play. We did a revision. And when you're ready, we're going to work on that. And I'm very excited about it. I love this. It's okay. refreshing. It's alive. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, she, yeah. And the themes, you know, and I just, uh, mm -hmm. and I think going back to school after my failing my English A level, which is first year yeah. university, I was so determined to do well that I ended up with, you know, graduating summa cum laude. But <laughs> it also taught me that a failure does not define you and That's that right. people don't give up. give up. Yes. We all know what Beckett said, right? Fail, fail again, fail better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love all this. Well, finally, if our listeners want some more information about Out of the Apple Orchard, either the book or the play, or about either of you, maybe they'd like to reach out to you, how could they do that? Okay, so the outoftheappleorchard.com is the website. You can see some wonderful reviews. We're getting some great press that it's coming in next week as well so you can check to www.outoftheappleorchard.com and the apple tree series.com as well and uh, to reach out to me you can contact me at ygdavid at earthlink.net and the easiest way to find me is on Smith College, smith.edu you look up faculty and uh, theater faculty and you have my endless list of the things I've done in the last 70 years but you can so you can either ecaplin with a k at smith.edu and I welcome people or just go go to the smith website and put in my name and you'll find me but you can also go to out of the .com, which is a specific website for the play at the actor sample theater perfect Andrew, this has been lovely you are really marvelous yes, thank you very much indeed yes. this is wonderful Thank you. It's Even an honor to be here. And thank yeah. you so much indeed. You two were so wonderful. I really appreciate your time and this conversation. It has been lovely. And the series and the play sounds wonderful. I can't wait to see the, the next play. I can't wait to see the next two play, three plays. Thank I can't you. wait to get the book. I'm so excited yeah. to get the book and, and yeah. to read it and share it with my goddaughter. It's going to be wonderful. An oh. old friend just really ordered, Thank you. ordered the book and he said, and Yvonne signed it. He got it through Amazon, whatever she was so happy to read to his grandkids, right? <laughs> and the, book, the books will be available at during the performances at the Actors Temple Theater next week. Starting next week, 10th to the 14th. Wonderful. Well, perfect. You did a wonderful job. And thank you so much indeed for having us. Thank yes. you. Truly an honor. Yeah. My guests today have been the author, Yvonne David, and the playwright, Ellen W. Kaplan, whose show, Out of the Apple Orchard, is playing September 10th through the 14th at the Actors Temple Theater here in New York. And you can get your tickets and more information by visiting telecharge.com. We also have some great contact links and information that we'll be posting in our episode description, as well as on our social media post. Also, make sure you get your tickets to go to the show because book two in the series is going to be available in advance at the performances. So you'll definitely want to show up and get your hands on that. 
But this is a wonderful show. Start a new wonderful tradition to welcome in the Jewish New Year, the High Holy Days, if you will. Make sure to head over to the Actors Temple Theater September 10th through the 14th to see Out of the Apple Orchard. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies, and keep talking about theater in a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Maniac by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com stagewhisperpod. There you will find all the information about our backstage pass as well as our tip jar. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you. Bye.